Welcome to another episode of the Alex Speaks Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Grievous. I've been doing this podcast since May, and I have had a lot of great guests who have talked about their jobs and all of the great work they're doing for the community. I look forward to interviewing more people and learning about them. The last time I interviewed my my coach, Don Overby, he talked about the... He talked about sports, and today I have another great guest that I will interview soon. I told all of you about my parents and I were taking a trip to Seattle. We got there and met up, up with my uncle Dave and Aunt Ingrid, and we and I met my cousins Ian and Corinne. They came from Georgia, and it was nice spending time with them. We walked around Pike Place. Went to the Space Needle and visited the Museum of Pop Culture. When I was there, I was on Prince's motorcycle. With all the things I did in the city, I liked Seattle a lot. It is joke time. Time As always, I am going to tell a joke, and I have asked my guests to bring a joke. My joke is, can February March? Can it? No, but April May. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Nicholas, what, Mr. Nicholas, what is your joke? Uh, mine isn't nearly as good as yours. Um, what do dinosaurs use on their floor in their kitchen? What? Reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> Today I am interviewing Nicholas Hastings. Nicholas Hastings grew up here in Sacramento and went to Sac State. He studied to be an environmental engineer, but these days he is a social engineer. Nicholas created Square Root Academy, a nonprofit organization that teaches science, technology, and engineering, to engineering and math to kids in the community who might not have have the opportunity to learn those skills. I am interested in engineering and coding, so I'm really excited to talk about Nicholas Hastings on the podcast today. Welcome, and thank you for being here, here, Mr. Nicholas. Of course, Alex. Thanks for having me. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Ready? Sure thing. Let's do it. You grew up here in Sacramento. What part of Sacramento did you grow up in? Um, I grew up in a part of Sacramento. It's, uh, it's South Sacramento. Are you familiar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I grew up in South Sacramento in a small neighborhood called Meadowview. Okay, so what would you say was so special about the neighborhood you grew up in? You know, I, I grew up in a, that, that neighborhood. It was really special because everyone was really proud of being from there. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was really proud of the community we came from, the area, and just who they were as a people. So it was great to be surrounded by that just growing up, you know? Yeah, I I w- lived in um, Oak Park, mm-hmm. and my parents moved to um, the south area of um, like Sacramento too. Yeah, we moved there, and so we like it there because it's really quiet and it's nice. It's very very like quiet, quiet and stuff. Fun place to grow up, hang out. Yeah. Nice. So you have created a great space for kids. Tell us about your inspiration for creating the Square Root Academy. Um, well, my, my inspiration behind creating Square Root Academy is 
we really wanted to make sure that everybody got the opportunity to participate in STEM. So got to do all the nerdy, cool stuff, you know, the cool kind of nerd stuff. Um, got to do the 3D modeling, the, some of the coding, um, soldering, playing around with electricity and circuits, you know. When I was growing up, I didn't get the opportunity to do that sort of thing. So I wanted to make sure that kids that grew up in the same neighborhoods and environments that I grew up in had the same opportunity that I had later on when I went to college. You know, I wanted to let them kind of play and get to have that same kind of fun that I got to have once I went on to college. That's a really interesting thing. So, like, do kids, like, so how many, like, kids are there that go to your, um, like, Square Root Academy? Gotcha. So normally we teach about, um, 3,000 scholars a year or so. Wow, that's a lot. Right? It's pretty fun, too. Pretty fun. So we'll teach them about coding. Um, we do mostly after-school programming. But then we have, like, bigger events, um, such as Hack the Park, where we get, we do take about 1,000 kids. They come to the park, um, and we show them all sorts of crazy experiments. You know, we have drones, um, giant physics experiments, a bunch of fun, cool stuff like that. That sounds fun. You got to come next year. <laughs> got to come check us out. So is the Square Root Academy open to any kid that wants to join? Yes. We are absolutely open to any and everybody that would like to participate in STEM. You know, we want to make sure that everyone has the chance so we don't charge the kids, we don't charge the family. You know, if you want to learn some science or some STEM, just come talk to us and we'll teach you. I think that's a great thing because, like, it, you're not charging people to pay in order for them to learn. You could just, like, open it up and it's free for them. Yeah. And, I mean, like, so they don't, like, have to not grow up with that opportunity because... Most kids don't have that opportunity. Exactly. And my my parents always say that I'm lucky for that to happen. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone should have a, a shot at having a quality education, you know? Yeah. I, I think th everyone deserves that. Every kid deserves that. I think they do. I agree with you, Alex. So, <laughs> you studied under environmental engineering. How did you know that you wanted to be an engineer? Sure. Well, I studied mechanical engineering. I studied mechanical engineering, but then I transitioned over into the environmental engineering sector. Um, while mechanical engineering was great, I found that what I was interested in leaned a little more towards kind of renewable energy systems, providing people with clean water, especially with everything that was going on in Detroit. You know, I had kind of an interest um, in kind of looking at wastewater treatment systems um, as a way to kind of increase people's quality of life. Um, now, how I got into this is I've always kind of had a huge imagination. So from watching cartoons or watching anime or video games, I would see things that existed in those worlds that I wanted to bring here. So that curiosity just kind of carried me all throughout elementary school, then middle school, then high school, until ultimately in college, I was able to, I had the privilege of being able to study mechanical engineering. Could you tell me about mechanical engineering? Sure. So mechanical engineering, it's one of the subsects of engineering that deals mostly with kind of like machinery and moving parts. Mm -hmm. um, it can be large scale, small scale, but it's very broad. So in studying mechanical engineering, you might learn a little bit about coding. You might learn some, well, you're going to learn some chemistry, some physics. You might pick up a thing or two in electrical engineering. So it's just very broad. So you touch on a little bit of everything. And my imagination was big. 
So I wanted to know about any and everything that I could that would help me make the things that I wanted to make from my imagination. Okay. So it's a pretty nice one. You, you're interested in uh, mechanical? Uh, a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe environmental. Hey, there you go. I might try mechanical out. There you go. So, like my mom, you went to Sac State. What made you pick Sac State uh, as a college? Because I don't remember what my mom's reasoning was. Gotcha. Um, well, I, I chose Sac State because, um, you know, I applied to a few different colleges. I got into some of them, some I didn't get into, which is okay. But I, I really liked their, their engineering program. I heard Sac State's engineering program wasn't bad, and some of the schools that I applied to didn't have that as a major. So, you know, I, I was really passionate about engineering, so I wanted to make sure that I was able to do that when I was in college still. So went to Sac State, and it was close to home. Um, figured I could still be around my family, still be around uh, my friends, and um, just decided Sac State was the, was the way to go to help me do all that. Yeah, my mom went there, and she studied... She studied... Um, like, she studied, like, health and, like, wellness, and that's how she, mm -hmm. like, formed her conference. Nice. And so I think she, like, liked the idea of, like, health and helping people with their health, mm -hmm. and she's going to become a therapist mm -hmm. later on, so I'm... So I think that I think that I'm going to pick Sac State because I well I want to be a cartoonist. Nice. But I don't know if Sac State has any cartoonist like classes. They probably do, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but that seems like a good one to be in. Yeah. What kind of cartoons do you want to animate? Um, like for Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. Like uh -huh. if I don't get a Nickelodeon job, I might be like, well, I can settle on Cartoon Network. That's there you go. <laughs> Or, or, like, I might work for, like, Pixar or, like, um, not DreamWorks. I, mean, I don't really like DreamWorks. But, no, no DreamWorks? Uh, I mean, they're okay. I don't remember, I don't remember the ones. What, do, what does DreamWorks make again? Are they, they're not Pixar's Toy Story, right? They made Shrek. They made Shrek and the Madagascar movies, I think. Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, besides engineering, what, what other things are you interested in um outside of engineering yeah um i'm an outdoorsy guy you know so I, I like i like hiking um i like hiking and we're in california so there's plenty of places to go for that you know there's yosemite pretty much up the street and then there's like various and places like that um so i'll take my my two dogs with me my little a little Pomeranian and my little terrier it's my <laughs> boys you know i take them on my hikes with me um and outside of that motorcycles yeah, I'm a motorcycle guy, too. My dad likes them. <laughs> yeah, your dad has good taste. Yeah, and so if you didn't, if you weren't a coder, what would your other job be? Power Ranger, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going into the sixth grade this year. So what kind of sixth grader were you? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I like to, um, I like to have had, I like to have fun when I was a kid. Um, nothing too crazy. I was a bit mischievous sometimes, a bit of a class clown, but always kind of made sure that I got my work done. And even in my jokes, I always tried to do it in the way so it wasn't kind of hurting my peers or anything like that. It wasn't taken away from their education. 
So, that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the right pathway. <laughs> so on the podcast, I have mentioned that I'm going to camps, the coding camps this summer. Mm-hmm. I coded robots to shoot targets first, then I made my own video game. So I want to continue coding, and how? But how much college would I need to to do to become a code, an engineer or a coder? Well, I mean, so it depends on what you want to do, because technically, you're already a coder. You know, you've already done it. You, you've already coded systems before. You've already done things. You, you made a robot that shoots targets. If that's not a coder, I don't know what is. But if you want to kind of do it in the professional realm, there's a number of different ways you can kind of take. Um, you'll want to go to college just so you can kind of make sure that you have that, that stamp of approval behind you. But you can also learn a lot of this coding on your own. You know, there's lots of free resources online that'll teach you um, a lot of books to where you can educate yourself. But um, definitely want to have that education behind you. Yes. Yeah. So, so what do you like about engineering and coding? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> just the fact that it's like, like I was saying earlier, you know, I just have the, a pretty big imagination. So once you kind of learn the basics of engineering and coding, there's not much that lives in your mind that you can't create. You know, once you learn how to, to do the coding that you mentioned and the manufacturing of everything, you can pretty much bring anything to life. Like, for example, what, what, do, you, what do you like? Do you watch cartoons? Um, not a lot. My dad doesn't want me to watch the cartoons I like to watch, <laughs> but I your cartoons suck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I like to watch like mostly um, like I like Ducktales. Mm. I like Danny Phantom and Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, so kind of like Fairly Odd Parents. You know how. Timmy has Wanda and Cosmo. Yeah. How anything that he pretty much wishes or thinks of or imagines, they can whip up for him. So when you're an engineer, you kind of your mind is that magic wand. Yeah. Anything that you think of, you can make happen and bring to reality. Just like Fairly Odd Parents. Hmm. Hang on, hang on. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> defend myself. What are the two cartoons that I don't let you watch? Uh, you don't let me watch more than others. Um, you don't want, let me watch Adventure Time. You don't let me watch um, Gumball. You don't let me watch SpongeBob. You don't let me watch anything anything on Nickelodeon besides, <laughs> like I don't know the older cartoons. And then you don't let me watch anything on Cartoon Network, and that's why I switched to YouTube. So mm-hmm. that's why I said Adventure Time and Gumball, and I'm not a fan of SpongeBob. You can watch SpongeBob. I just don't want to watch it. You, you said that you can't. <laughs> okay, get back to your <laughs> show. I don't want to so, so, why do you continue? have to clear up a few things. So, why do you continue to code? Why do I continue? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I love it. It's, um, it's, it's fun. You know, even though it does have its difficult moments to where you want to throw your computer out the window, um, the end results are, are always fun. And so, once you kind of love the end results, you, you learn to love the process, mm-hmm. you know? You learn to kind of enjoy that, you know, the difficulty of it and how it challenges your mind a bit. Yeah. I think that's a great answer. I, I like coding. Coding's, like, really fun. Like you said, like, what it might be frustrating, but, like, mm-hmm. the end result is really cool. Like, yeah. Like, the 
the video game one and the um the ro like the robot those were really hard uh-huh. but I managed to do them and mm-hmm. they came out really well mm-hmm and so, that end result just made it all worth it right yeah yeah and just doing that that'll make other projects way easier what what would be your dream project I want like a video game that is like a triple A title uh-huh but it's like it's not like a triple A title, but it's like more of like a smaller title that but it's as good as a triple A. What's a triple A title? Like it's a big like title like a like Zelda or Mario. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I want it to be like that, but it will be like a like I I don't wanna make it like expensive like fifty dollars for it. Mm-hmm. I want to make it like affordable, but you could have a blast doing it. There you go. And, like, I want it to be, like, exploring and, like, expo- like exploration and action-adventure-based. Because mm-hmm. I because I like those types of games. Like open world? Yeah, like Mario, like Super Mario Odyssey and the Breath of the Wild. Mm. And so it's, I think that those kinds of games are really fun because, like, you could do basically whatever you want. And so I want it to be, like, those games. Yeah. Where you could, like, find... Um, it, where you could find things and like do things, and it could take you a long time. Yeah. To find out something. And like a make your own adventure type deal. Yeah. There you go. So that so I want to code that, and that's my dream project. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a hard project to pull off, but I think I could do it. Maybe. A little bit of patience and discipline, you got it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So my final question is, what would you tell your 11-year-old self? What would I tell my 11-year-old self? That is a good question. Um, Keep on the path that you're at. Stay true to being yourself. And um, don't let go of those passions and the kid inside you. I think that's a great message. I like that message a lot. Thanks, Alex. So those are the end of my normal questions. Now I'll ask you 10 quick questions. Let's do this. So... If you could visit anywhere in the world, where would you go? And not die at the bottom of the ocean. I'm curious what's down there. I want to go to Japan. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so what is your favorite TV show? My, fa- uh, my favorite TV show. Um, there's an anime called Black Clover that I'm really into right now. I've heard of it. I it's pretty cool. It's like this kid and he runs around. He doesn't have magic, but he has a sword and he cuts. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. You should watch it. <laughs> Um, favorite cartoon character? Um, Yusuke Yurameshi. Um, it's from an anime. Uh, I think yeah. I've heard of that name. I don't know. Or or Doug from Doug or Bobby from Bobby's World. Have you heard about those two? I've heard Doug. I haven't heard of Bobby's World. They were um, kids they had. It was pretty much shows just about imagination. So every so like show. So like Rugrats. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> so... Um, favorite t-shirt to wear? Um, any black t-shirt. Favorite, um, day of the week? Uh, Monday. Friday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, favorite book? Um, 48 Laws of Power. Favorite toy as a child? Um, they used to have, like, these tiny kind of, um, remote control cars, um, I would just take those things apart, play with them. 
put them back together. So, favorite food? Favorite food, burritos. Favorite snack to eat? Do burritos count as snacks? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like um, with burritos, I mean. <laughs> fa- <laughs> favorite snacks, fruit? Is, it, is fruit good? Yeah, that's, a, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I like blueberries. And, well, and the final one is your favorite movie. Oh, my favorite movie. Um, Mulan. Um, one of the MCU movies for me. Uh-huh. Which one? Um, that's hard. <laughs> one of the spider, like, probably the Spider-Man ones. Do you like the Into the Spider-Verse? Um. Into the Multiverse? Far From Home. Mm. I, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not, like, on Blu-ray, but I like it a lot. I haven't seen that one yet. That was with uh, Mysterio, right? Yeah. Hey, there we go. So thank you, Mr. Nicholas, for being on my show today. Oh, my pleasure, Alex. Thanks for having me. You are helping kids discover engineering and, and the sciences. Many kids don't know how to learn about engineering, and you're here to help them. So I would ask you, how would you like to end this show today? Um, <clears throat> well, how I would like to end the show? I, w- I would like to end the show by, by thanking you for having me. You know, because you're you're the next generation. I'm just I'm just here to share the the little bit that I know, so you can take it the baton and and run with it. It's it's your time now. So thank you for being here and and thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so for a shameless plug, how would people get a hold of you or find out more about uh, Square Root Academy? Oh, sure. And if they want to get a hold of Square Root Academy, they can just squareroodacademy.com or on Instagram, you can find us at squareroodacademy.com. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram is inhastings at squareroodacademy. I'm sorry, just inhastings on Instagram. So if you have an idea for a show, feel free to contact me at alexgreviousspeaks at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in to Alex Speaks, and I'm your host, Alex Grievous, and I will be soon back with another community leader. Bye.